Welcome everybody to episode 33 of the Lone Road iRacers podcast with me your host Guy Robertson. So our first uh, topic tonight is another um, release from Motorsport UK. They've just launched their own internet TV channel. So this was posted on Friday the 14th of April. Motorsport UK today launches Motorsport UK TV a dedicated internet video portal providing a single destination for the UK motorsport community and fans to access a huge variety of video content to enhance their enjoyment of the sport. Motorsport UK TV is accessible at www.motorsportuk.tv and it is a -a one-of-a-kind offering in the world of motorsport. Motorsport UK TV will provide a combination of national competition, live streams and highlight videos for enthusiasts to watch live or catch up on action across the sport. There will also be an ever-growing library of shorts from how-to videos providing explanations about every aspect of the sport for everyone from the novice starting out to the experienced competitor looking to enhance their skills and knowledge. Championships, clubs and other content creators can collaborate with Motorsport UK TV by providing short-form edited content including behind-the-scenes videos and news from across the national motorsport scene. Motorsport UK, the governing body for four-wheeled motorsport in the United Kingdom, announces today the launch of its dedicated internet video portal, Motorsport UK TV. The platform will be a single destination for new and existing audiences to access video content across multiple disciplines of motorsport. The platform will grow in scale and content over the coming months and years. Motorsport is a complex and highly technical sport with multiple disciplines from rallying to circuit racing, karting to drag racing. With such a rich and varied calendar, short format videos as popularised on social media channels have become the favoured form of content consumption for much of news and entertainment. In addition, live streaming of sports events, otherwise known as OTT broadcast, has allowed previously unseen events to reach their fan base in a cost-effective and accessible manner. Other sports combining uh, athletic talent and technical expertise such as cycling, have been a great success with a combination of educational, news and live stream videos on easy to access platforms such as YouTube. One such success is Global Cycling Network, which has become the go-to platform for all cycling-related video content. Um, At today's launch, content on Motorsport UK TV includes training and circuit guides from driver coaching experts Driver61, a key series of Motorsport UK webinars on a wide variety of topics. The latest videos from British Championships 2, tips from the streetcar disciplines and insights into all motorsport diff- disciplines for newcomers to the sport. Over the coming months, Motorsport UK TV will then produce original content including exclusive interviews 
and behind the scenes videos, equipment unboxings and explanations, masterclasses on fitness, as well as technical and practical guides featuring academy coaches and user-generated content from our members. All content will be edited and managed by the Mo communications team at Motorsport UK. So that gives you something to really look at if you're into your motorsport in the UK. Once again, that's www.motorsportuktv. Our second topic tonight is uh, an insight into um, how disabled drivers are influencing and actually uh, competing successfully about more able-bodied drivers. Um, so this is another um, another topic from Motorsport UK. So crossing the line to secure a glass vic a class victory and third overall at the Spa Frankenstein round of the British GT Championship in 2023 was a proud and emotional moment for Team Brit. It marked the next step on a so far seven year long journey to level the playing field for disabled drivers in motorsport. From outside the purple blue McLaren 5705 GT4 machine that took the checkered flag looked just the same as any other car on the grid. Inside, however, it had one very unique difference. It was fitted with controls that allowed disabled drivers, Aaron Morgan and Bobby Trundley, to race and beat their able-bodied counterparts fair and square. Team Brit has broken down the barriers on track for those with disabilities. Last year, on top of the Spa success, two of its drivers became the first all-disabled pairing to win a national UK motorsport championship. But founder and team principal Dave Player quickly points out that its success is not just down to the team itself, but to everyone involved in UK motorsport. He quotes to say, The landscape is changing rapidly, and that, it, and that is thanks to more forward-thinking people at all levels of the motorsport. In the pilot, the drivers, teams management, they are all very supportive. I like to say our drivers get treated just as badly as everyone else on the track, but people are happy to share in the success, and we won our first race in the Aston. It was amazing because people were just buzzing because of the battle we had. Team Brit has steered itself on the path to success thanks to its innovations in technology, but also its philosophy. The ultimate goal on track is to lead on all discipline, oh, sorry, an all disabled team of drivers at the Le Mans 24-hour race, the pinnacle of GT and endurance racing. However, the actual brief was far, had a far wider remit to deliver success beyond the boundaries of the racetrack. The team's roots date back to 2010, when a uh, player, a former Army Royal Engineer, set up cart force to give injured troops, especially those who had suffered physical injuries such as amputees, the opportunity to get into motorsport. The Amy says was not just to get them in a car, but to make it possible for them to compete on level terms with their rivals. Right from the get-go, I wanted to make sure that uh, we could race competitively, he recalls. This was, not, this was not going to be just something to do for a bit of fun, to make up the numbers. 
to be some sort of therapy or do good type of thing. It was purely to find people that were highly competitive and give them an experience that was not available to them. Play came up with, with an innovative hand control solution that provided a simple low tech and low cost way of adapting carts from different for different disabilities. It was a game changer helping the team to run many X-Forces amputees in endurance car racing. It was at one of those carted events when the seeds of Team Brit were sown and player continues. We were at the 24-hour karting race at Le Mans and the group suggested that we set up a car racing team. I agreed but only if we could develop the hand controls to be suitable for cars and allow us to complete competitively. The challenge was was sorry <coughs> the challenge was we could go through a chicane at the same speed as an able-bodied driver using the hand controls. All the actions that we need to be made, accelerate, brake, steer, throttle down, had to be done really fast to get through and come out at the same speed as any other driver. This was the benchmark I set everybody and we did it. Team Brit was ready to go, but before it did, player had an important decision to make. Should he follow the cart force approach and set it up as a charity, or should he make Team Brit a standalone business, competing on the same commercial or operating playing field as the other teams, whatever service they wish to compete in? The answer was simple but defining, player explains. Ultimately, the philosophy behind all of this is that no, not everybody with a disability needs charity if you're able to be a racing driver. Racing cars that you are def definitely not a charity case. So we should be a limited company and our drivers would in their seats just like every other racing driver does. The aim of the team from the first conversation at Le Mans was to return to the track one day and enter the world's fame, most famous 24-hour endurance race. Humble beginnings racing one-off events including Brick Car and the Fun Cup Championship soon led to greater things with an expanding pool of drivers competing in increasingly higher levels of racing. Part of that rise was helped by a chance tie-up with lead sponsor the aptly named Brit Insurance, which continues to this day. As player recalls, back in 2016 they had a new CEO and he heard an interview about us on the TV. He, he emailed me saying he will be interested in sponsoring us. I think the fact we are exciting, brave, bold, relentless and have ambition to break barriers and make racing history. They, lo they love that and so do all our sponsors. After Brick came on board, player decided that the programme could accelerate. The Fun Cup, while being perfect to launch the venture, was a long way from the ultimate target. So he set about ser searching for a way to step up. He decided the team needed a British supercar and spotted an Aston Martin GT4 on the market. It was too expensive, but he had a plan. I said to the owner, we'll give you a deposit and pay the rest in March. If we don't pay you, you can have the car back and keep the deposit, recounts player. Luckily, he agreed, and by March, we had created such a buzz around getting this GT4 car that we managed to get all the sponsorship we needed to buy outright, and uh, that was it. Go, we were off racing with it. The same thing happened the year after, the year before last, sorry. We needed to make another big statement of intent. So in the March we announced we were aiming to race in British GT. To achieve that we needed a car and by August we had secured an agreement with McLaren with a similar approach. We are treated just like any other customer racing team. So we have to be bold, brave and innovative, not boring and begging. 
taking on that mantra, lead drivers Morgan, who was paralysed in an incident at the age of 15, and Trundley, who was diagnosed with autism at the age of 4, took to the wheel of McLaren last year and secured second place in the GT4 Pro-Am class of British GT, the pinnacle of GT racing in the UK, steering this team one step closer to the dream of Le Mans. Players now in talks with automotive manufacturers to secure a GT3 car for future races. For player team Brit is as much about racing at the top level as it's opening the door to disabled drivers at any level. To that end, in 2019, the team widened its focus from forces personnel to anyone with a disability from any walk of life. It was set up as a racing academy to encourage people to try out a track day even if they did not want to race. There is now a roster of around 10 drivers all enjoying success at their respective levels. As well as Morgan and Trunley's GT success, Chris Overend and James Whitley became the first all-ever disabled pairing to win a national championship in last year's Brick Car Trophy and a new four-driver team is taking on the Citroen C1 Series this year. Well, folks... You know, how proud should we be to be British to learn that uh, through some uh, innovation and brave and, um, you know, being bullish probably, um, this team have happened to succeed and really opening the door for disabled drivers from any walk of life to get a go and race a race car on a track competitively. So... Can't fault it if uh, you know anybody's interested. Again, it's www.motorsportuk.org on the news section, and go to the bit that says "Inside Resolu- Revolution Road to Le Mans." Very proud to be British reading that today. So every other week you hear uh, an interview with uh, somebody on the podcast. Um, So this is a shout out for anybody that's interested in uh, becoming an interviewee on the show. To drop the show uh, an email, uh, what's your topic, what do you do? Um, So the the email is thelonerodiracerspodcast at gmail.com. you know, we're a friendly, it's a friendly interview. It's a get-to-know-you interview, really. Um, if you want a shout-out for your particular, I don't know, widget you're selling for the iRacing Road people or other apps, um, you know, this show may be for you to get a few more sales and things like that. So, again, it's the Lone Road iRacers podcast at gmail.com. It's also in the show notes as well. So come on, don't be shy. Come and join the fun. favorite bit again for you podcast listeners so what you're going to race and where next week so here we go with a list so Mazda MX-5 you're on VIR that'd be interesting 
Mission Art, not so sure how many people are racing that still these days, but at Silverstone. Radical finds its way in Japan at Suzuka. Formula A is at Sabring. Clio Cup, find yourself at the Red Bull Ring. GR Cup, Circuit de Jerez. Skippy, you're on Circuit Gilles Villeneuve. Formula C, Donington. Formula 1600, Rudd Sim Lab Challenge at Knock Hill. GT4, Nürburgring Ring Combine. Excellent racing track. Grand Prix Legends, you're on Okiyama. Ferrari, you're on a Le Mans 24-hour track. Touring Cars, Circuit Zolder. Formula V, Rudd Scoggin. Formula D, Street Circuit, Long Beach. Porsche Cup, Silverstone. Formula B finds its way to Monza, so that'll be lovely chicane pileups. LMP and IMSA, you're on the Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Uh, and that wraps it up for this week, folks, on the podcast. So, uh, slightly shorter than normal. As I said, anybody that's interested in being an interviewee, uh, drop an email into uh, the chat or find us in the Moopar Gaming Discord. Until then, look after yourselves. Uh, keep that eye rating and more importantly, that safety rating. Don't forget to have fun. That's what it's all about, folks. See you on the track soon. Thank you.